0: Good day, good day, good day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this episode of the Twitch Day Day Podcast on the 27th of November. We are here with Goon Squad, Randy, and Frost Eternal, but let's leave the introductions up to them. Who do we go with first? Let's go with Frost Eternal. Frost Eternal, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you?
1: Good day, I am the Frost Eternal, as uh, as Zafir said. You can call me Jack if you want to. I don't mind being called by my first name. Uh, I don't know much of what to say for myself, except that I am a Twitch streamer under Twitch ZA, and yeah.
2: Hey, what do you do?
1: What makes you special? What what do I play? My main thing is very much Borderlands. I just finished Borderlands 1 with a friend. Still got to do some of the DLCs, but I'll do those solo along the side and then also playing Sawing Borderlands too soon and then Fortnite I play a lot on stream and Overwatch sometimes I'll play, typically I'll jump into competitive, get incredibly tilted and then start playing something else. Also started playing City Skylines recently, expect that on stream soon. Wow. Uh,
2: Yeah, I'm just going to apologize for my reign ahead of time. Yeah, I know it's an issue (laughs) deal with it.
0: (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) Chinook. Next up... (laughs) Next up, we've got uh, Randy Andy TV. Not Randy Andy Live, Randy Andy TV. Which one is it?
3: I think it's a uh, live, yeah. Ran- oh. This is live. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Tell us fine, about whatever. yourself, buddy. I Tell don't care. us. But, yeah, so as you said, I'm Randy Andy Live. Um. I play well. I'm a variety streamer, so I play a lot of things. Usually, it's down the story aspect of things, or just single player. I do do multiplayer on the side. For example, right now the main game is Ori and the Blind Forest, which is amazing. It's so frustrating though. But sometimes I'll like warm up the stream with some GTA online, or cool down the stream with the very uh, unpopular at the moment Battlefront two. But yeah, so that's me for right now. Those are the main three games. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much what the
0: format is. A bit of multiplayer, mostly single player. And Goon Squad, for the people that don't know you yet, tell us about your, yourself. Alright,
2: so I'm the Goon Squad Tube, and I'm currently dealing with a massive fucking storm on a metal roof, so if that interferes, apologies beforehand. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a streamer as well, that's one of the reasons I'm here. I stream variety of games, uh, but generally mostly Blizzard titles. Um, we will be streaming a lot of everything else. It has just been a Steam sale. But otherwise, yeah, that's me. How about you, Zappa, if there's anybody in chat that still doesn't know you?
0: Um, I'm Zaffa Geek. You can find me basically at twitch.tv, forward, uh, Zappa underscore geek. Twitter is Geek without the underscore, but I'm a variety streamer, but right now I am focusing on seven days to die. Um, there's a couple of things that I still need to do in the single player world and everything. It's been a massive ride, and within three days, my fifty day streamer challenge is finished You, you don't realize how much I'm looking forward to just that. <laughs> Basically, yeah. That stream every day for 50 days. Three days it ends. And, um, yeah, so what have you been playing recently? Let's just get down to that. Like, recently, I'm saying two, three streams ago. What have you guys been playing?
2: Uh, Frost, why don't you start?
0: Oh, I'll start. Um, Literally
1: the past three streams have been Borderlands, uh, General Knox's Armory, and then the Claptrap Revolution. And then I think I'm maybe one or two Fortnite streams in between.
0: Okay. Randy? Nice. Uh,
3: Well, all the three games I mentioned is what I've been playing over the last three uh, streams. And yeah, I mean, Ori and the Blind Forest is really cool, as I said. Very frustrating. But like the art direction, the music, it's just like a spectacle in its own right. Battlefront 2, lots of controversy, which I agree with. They've done some really stupid shit. But I don't know, it's really orgasmical as a Star Wars fan sometimes. And then GD Online is just fun to muck about with like other Twitch.com people like Mr. Sir or whatever. So yeah, that's me
0: for Just now. Just a quick thing on Ori and the Blind Forest, forest which I really, really loved. Um, I played it about mm-hmm. two years ago, just about two months after it got released, I think. And um, the one thing, yes, it's frustrating as hell, but they make sure... You know how to do certain stuff because a lot of the tricks and yeah. stuff you learn in the game, you use later on in the game. I don't know if you've hit the tree of water yet, the water tree.
3: Uh, is that like you can, like there's a platforming section where it's just water and you have to escape the water. You have
0: to escape the water upwards.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done that.
0: Yeah, now that thing trains you for end game. You literally mm, do okay. that again, so roughly that again at the end game. It okay, is freaking. That's good crazy but it's yeah i love the game the storyline was freaking amazing and um mm. prepare to cry at the end again uh I, <laughs> yeah i've done that with a lot of games i've balled my eyes out in orion the blind forest especially at the end and when i saw like mm-hmm. especially if you played the game and you look at the uh teaser trailer you will seriously yeah. like This is going to be sad. (laughs) I don't think I'm going to look at the teaser trailer
3: because I don't know what it might even reveal. That's Mm -hmm. how ill I am about it right now. Yeah,
2: yeah. I just want to take five seconds just to apologize to the viewers. All the network issues, camera issues, everything, that's literally all the Storm's fault. Okay. It's not always like
0: this, I promise. Blame the
3: Storm. My camera's bad because of the Storm. Yeah, that's it.
1: (laughs) Just blame it on the Storm. My voice is incredibly high-pitched because of the Storm. Yeah.
3: (laughs) And Goon Squad? It's all
2: the Storm's fault. Yourself? Um, I've been playing some 7 Days to Die as well. Uh, just a little bit of single player in my spare time. Um, otherwise, yeah, we've, excuse my French, but we kind of fucked up the uh, WoW Iron Man challenge. So I'm going to start doing that again soon once I find the energy because that shit is hard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Otherwise, Heroes of the Storm, I've uh, been playing a lot of StarCraft 2 as well. Um and also city skylines looking keen to finally understanding that game because i don't everybody keeps on dying i have no I, I, concept I just, of what a I first just country a is note.
1: it's impossible to understand that uh, that game i was playing this morning hospital the house right next door was complaining about sick people right next door
0: hospital was fully operational like excess space right not Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> city Skylines? Are you talking about City Skylines? Sorry, I just had to yeah. open yeah. the window. Oh, that Which game! Is... Most, most of my memorable quotes came from that game. I literally... Yeah, I found you when you were playing that. I literally had a shitstorm. A literal shit storm going on in my city, and I'm sitting there going, everything's fine. Everything's fine. We're gonna sort this out. <laughs> so, yeah 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 look
2: i i enjoy it but the thing is i have no concept of what a first world country functions like so you know i could build a south african country not a first world
0: country
1: i i was fortunate enough to do geography in high school (laughs)
0: that's (laughs) that's the thing i was sitting there and people are like oh no have you never seen those giant highways and and then they mention a first world country i'm like nope Uh, because... I've seen things like
2: the giant highways, but, like, people complaining about medical care. I get that it's a necessity. You know, I have to drive, like, almost an hour to the closest hospital. Fuck that shit.
3: Yeah, my my biggest thing is...
2: That's South Africa, like... Yeah. Police security issues? What are you talking about, dude? Another thing, (laughs) no
1: matter what is happening in your city, doesn't matter if your city is completely fucked or it's perfectly fine, if you put the tax over 12%, yeah, Everybody you don't want to see what I pay, pay on
2: taxes.
0: Yeah,
1: and uh, Tax- I, I pay a bit more than twelve percent. Higher than that.
0: <laughs> Depends how much you make like, and where you live. Like in city skylines, I would look at like the um, fire probability scale thing, where it's like, oh yeah, there's a fifty percent chance that fires can start. I'm like, cool, we're safe. What? We're safe. No fires will start. We're in South Africa now. We're safe. Crime rate, crime rate, 25%. Oh no, cool. <laughs> crime rate can still go up 25%. by 25%.
2: There's nowhere yeah. in South Africa that it's that low. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's like 25%. Like, oh, we're cool, man. Don't worry. <laughs> like, I know yeah, that's, that's both okay.
2: Randy, Andy, and Frost down here are from Cape Town, and I'm yeah. pretty sure they can tell you as well. 25%, that's the dream. Yeah. Th- and this
1: is like first world South Africa. And yeah. if we could have that kind of crime. Like, first
2: world, my yeah. ass. I've been mugged more in Cape Town than I world have anywhere closed. else in the world. Closest to First World at least. Closest, yeah. <laughs> it's the cleanest South African country and it's got the best internet. That's it.
1: I think Joburg's got better yeah. internet than us, don't they?
3: Yeah, from, No. I don't know. Don't don't let Trinok know that. Okay. I,
0: I think I think um Joburg's fiber rollouts are happening quicker than in Cape Town.
2: It's happening quicker, but remember, all Joburg's internet first goes down to Cape Town, and then to the rest of the world. Yeah. You guys have um, the, uh, the big-ass lines. I'm
1: done with fiber at the moment. So we've got our fiber box in the first floor of our building. And we talked to the ISP like, hey, the people providing the cables for the road, as like, they've done their job, can you go and install it for our floor? And they're like, no, they've got to do the cables from the first floor to your floor. And they're like, no, they say you have to do that. Now... They can't like make up their mind.
0: Bunch of yeah. he said she she said shit. Yeah. Yeah. At
2: Pop and Frosty, uh, the Twitch ZA community currently is about thirty streamers from all over the country and some of them in the rest of the world. All of them originally South African. All of
0: them originally South African. There's still more to be invited to the Discord itself. But it's a work in progress. There's more people on the Twitch ZA community on Twitch, essentially. Yeah, we're we're getting around to them. It's the big thing is, and let me clear this out because a lot of people think we're elitist and all that. Um, we want, we see the content creators on the Twitch ZA community, and we see the potential, and then we're like, okay, cool. These guys will help the general. Sense of Twitch ZA a bit more. We like the Twitch ZA Discord is a place for great and respected content creators. I still don't know why yeah. Randy Andy and Frost is here. They yeah, just here, but uh, yeah, <laughs> hey,
3: fair enough. I'm not even yeah. Gonna dodge no, that also way.
2: trying to find all of the South African streamers is one of the biggest nightmares we still suffer.
0: And if you are um, a South African streamer, wait. Let me just tell you this. Activate past broadcast on your twitch so that we can actually see what you're doing please please
3: um (laughs) a streamer in general yeah but that's enough
2: i think that's about enough complaining about how horrible south african streamers are enabling vods and finding each other yeah (laughs) but it is the best and biggest south african streaming community and And we also host literally the Leading South African streaming community, plus we host literally the best podcast on Twitch. Come on. This is Suckle the most beautiful rag. thing you will ever see. Mm,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but wow. carrying on to the, the, that uh, the actual first for that topic. Yet. Okay, let's, 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 <laughs> really just, let's just move on. Let's just move on
2: <laughs> to the first topic. <laughs> okay, so the SA esports fiasco that has just hit, which coincidentally, one of the peop- one of the groups involved in this is uh, is the group that stole my nickname, the Goon Squad, yeah. dota South African team. Um, yeah, just a quick rundown, basically, it's about players being banned, um, teams hiring blacklisted players, and a whole bunch of a big mess. Mm. It's it, it's yeah, basically a big mess. Um, I'll post like the it. original article here in chat if anybody wants to follow along. But what's your guys' opinion about this the situation? Big, the
0: big thing is what happened is the an ex XDC player played in the tournament, which was, he was apparently, or she, uh, was apparently banned from competing in future events like that. Yeah. But they changed their name to, I want to say... Uh, They changed their name, or the team changed their name to something else. They changed the name to Blood Control. Okay, yeah, to be able to compete in this tournament. And a lot of people that watched this tournament realized, I think by the way the person played, that he was actually an ex XDC member. And that's where the controversy starts. I'm sitting here going, and we, we do know that in the past, like in this year alone, there's been a lot of crap with regards to esports and money's being paid and illegal stuff going on and uh, people using pubg servers for their own personal gain you know a lot of illegal stuff going on and i'm sitting here going it's very easy just don't do it but i mean the reason this guy was
1: banned i think is a bit odd so Mm -hmm. he was part of another team xtc and they, yes. I think for financial reasons, I think it was, they had to pull out of the cup. And the, the esports company, what's it, what are they called? Mega 8. Mega 8 mm-hmm. said, okay, you've pulled out of this tournament. All of your players are now banned for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. But why should the players be banned if the manager's yeah. stuffed up? It, the, the thing I'm is, it's, it a bit it's, off.
2: it's a team. It's a team.
1: Yeah. Hit um, them where remember, it hurts. It's a
2: company.
3: Yes, so, yeah. Yeah,
2: remember, esports teams are known as MGOs. They accompany your player, your manager, it's a business. Your manager for the team is your boss. Your teammates are, you know, your co-workers. I think in the article as well, um, Sargon does state that as well. Um, you know, the, this is your job.
1: I just feel so like it's a it, bit of a hard hit. It's Imagine you, yeah. I don't know, I can't think of an example job, but you working this job and you get retrenched and then someone up in government says okay you just got retrenched you can't look for another job for a year now
2: it does happen in the film industry where you're only allowed to work on certain um ips and stuff and you sign away your rights for months after you're finished with that job um it's unfortunately the way the world works because mgo's gaming organizations are a brand um, twitch today is a good example if twitch today were a company it would be a brand Meaning, say if a let's say Frost Eternal decides to go and um, buy viewers or multi-stream or do something really stupid against Twitch's terms of service, Twitch and A is re- still responsible for you. So when a team is banned, generally for those reasons, it's it's to make sure that you know there there aren't any future fuck-ups. Basically,
0: fair. Yeah. Fair. Um, yeah sure. Again, you're
2: a company. You're working under a brand. You're not in that case let's say frost eternal you're a pro dota player now you're playing for the A team you're not frost eternal the dota player you're frost eternal who plays for A. yeah so that's why they ban it like
1: that yeah i just i i I just find that a bit odd but it's also it's it's even this despite that it's even more off that he would change his username and he clearly knew that he was banned the team he played for didn't know he was banned but he clearly knew, and he just like I'm not going to tell you because I just want to play. That's a bit of a off move. But I think on both ends they were off moves. But definitely, money. definitely the player was a bit more off, in my opinion.
3: No, definitely. But my, my, yeah. Sorry. Yes. Uh, but my question is so. I mean, this is uh, like I read the article. But I'm assuming this is all played like at a, like at a like area like people watching, right? Uh, like,
2: semi-finals know- and finals are. Like, yeah.
3: people know his face. So, how, how how can he come in with this other name and people only figure it out later? Uh, like, again, no like no the, no the no semi-finals
2: no. and finals are. So, this match wasn't.
3: Regularly oh, a game okay. isn't done live. Yeah. Right, right. Okay, that makes sense then. Because I was like, how did no one stop him? But yeah, fair enough. Okay, that makes sense. The
2: thing is, also for that guy, like, although I agree with Frosh, remember, like, a lot of these guys, even though most of them don't do this full-time, because South Africa doesn't really have full-time gaming, they make a good amount of money out of this. Um, if you're earning yeah. six thousand a month out of a student job, and then you know an extra twenty thousand and up out of your Dota career, it becomes a bit of an issue. You know, it's yeah. imagine if someone bans Zaphir off Twitch. There goes his income. Yeah.
0: yeah. Twitch, please don't
1: ban me. It's not a stable enough thing at the moment, at least in South Africa, for anyone to do it full-time. There are people who do it full-time, but they're all around about my age and their parents are still supporting them and they really don't need a full-time job yet.
2: Yeah. Uh, No, agreed. Also, guys, I can't turn up the sound. If I do, everything is going to freak out and explode.
3: Yeah. Yeah. When it comes to eSports... This is as good as I'm going to get it. Especially with the rain and metal roof. <laughs> at least
1: it's metal. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> metal.
0: <laughs>
3: um, so, the, yeah? Just, like, quickly, when it comes to esports, I might, like, come off as, like, saying stupid shit all the time, because I don't follow it at all.
0: Same here. Same here. People are like, oh, no, this, this team and this team rub nips together. I'm sitting there going, wow, yeah. that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. I really you know, don't um, care about cool. you and your sports ball.
1: <laughs> I, yeah. I, not, I follow it, it from the point of view that I want to be a caster one day. But in the individual teams and individual players, I don't have that much interest. My interest is in the game.
2: Yeah. Yes, but it's also South African South African esports is a bit of a problem. Like I can tell you who's playing in the EU teams in a lot of games. I can't tell you who's playing in the South African teams. Yeah. Damn me. And soon it's not soon as my I don't look.
1: Favorite hit scan player in, in Overwatch. I know Soon is such a good player. I can't remember off the top of my head what team he plays for. And mm. then, so that's the Africa thing is, though, nothing.
2: there's no promotion to these South African teams. That's why they don't stand out. You don't know who's yeah, playing in the sure. team because it's actually quite hard to find a publication about the team. The only reason who yeah. I, why I, the only team I know is the Goon squad. And that's only because they fucking come onto my stream and tell me, ah, uh, my name, my name. That's, that's the only reason I know them. Um. Or, maybe not them, but their fans. I'm just putting that out there. Yeah. I, I was here first. Mm. I'm older. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but,
0: yeah. Old man goon. Well. <laughs> Old man goon, yes, there we yeah. go. Anyway, uh, let's go on to the next topic, which is quite cool. Um, We touched on it last week a little bit. No, we're doing the general gaming news. Yeah, the gaming news wrap. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Rocket League server and competitions. I love the yes. Rocket League oh, server, yes. by the way. I love it.
1: I still haven't played. I haven't been bothered to download it yet since the servers came out. I haven't had... Dude, with all the games I'm playing, I haven't had like the time or priorities to do that yet. But I'm, For- I'm amped to try it out with the local
0: servers. I haven't either. For me, it's literally a case of, oh, I'm playing at 20 ping. I'm loving it. I'm loving I- it. I s-
1: I stopped playing it because I'd be about to score a goal and then I'd rubber band back to my own goals. Yeah. Like that's why yeah. I stopped playing it. And now uh, I don't really have the list to get back into it because of those bad experiences, but I can imagine it's really
3: amazing. It is. How much smoother does it feel? Like, cause I've never had a rubber banning back to my goals or anything, um, but I have had like,
0: yeah. N- now let me tell you this. I played a bit of rocket league on European servers in Korea while I was in Korea, and it was so smooth, it wasn't even, it, it, it was a really smooth experience. Looks like my, there we go, my video's back again. Um, and then got to South Africa, and the lag was horrid. And when we switched, when the servers came in, I'm like, okay, cool, I can actually aim now. I can actually fly my car up towards yeah. the ball and still miss the goal, but at least I can fly.
1: I still, need, I still need the skills to do that. Yeah. Whether, whether I've got the ping or not, I still need the skills.
2: Oh, man. Yeah, I think it's like crap. It's bringing a host of new things because, you know, as, as was said, let me just close this one tab, get the other one open. I mean, Rocket League Esports and now, for instance, our favorite slash unfavorite streamer Nianfo, um, he's a pro Rocket League player in South Africa. Having competitions for the game means he can expand at it. Mm, um, yeah. It also means that there's more than just Dodan kind of strike all of a sudden.
0: But but let me. Tell I'm you, excited about that. The one the one negative effect of it though is the South African player base is very small on yeah. the servers alone. Like I queue up for solo one v one ranked matches, and there's only like two thousand people at a time playing in that in the region and playing solo one v one.
2: And um, yeah, but there's a lot of people not playing because there
3: haven't been servers. Yeah. Now. There's, yeah, there's
1: people like me and Randy mm-hmm. who played in the beginning and then said, well, fuck this because the servers were so bad.
3: Yeah, I was playing with American friends too, and I literally forced them to go into EU. We tried America once, and then after a while, I was like, that sounds go on like on it EU. would have been
1: horrible. No, yeah. like, I, I've sto- I stopped playing because of the bad servers. I, I'm definitely not the only one. There lo- must be loads of us. In fact, I can list a few, they're all in my clan. In my gaming plan. They, we all stopped playing Rocket League around about the same time because we just couldn't deal with the lag. We came back like maybe once a month we would come back again and try it again. And then eventually we haven't played for at least three months now because of the servers being terrible.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it is freaking, freaking amazing. I mean, it's just get back into it. Like there's going to be a slow trickle of new uh, players coming back to Lo- Rocket League. Um, like... About a week after we got the Rocket League servers, a friend of mine messaged me. He's like, "Hey, dude, did you hear Rocket League has got South African servers?" And I'm sitting there going, "I already knew that. Thank you."
1: Yeah, my yeah. WhatsApp is You know, so people are
0: slowly up. coming back. They are. So we're looking at probably about. I'm I'm hoping for at least five thousand people at the end, uh, at the in the middle of next year being on the South African server. You know that when you choose a game, there's at least between two, two and a half to five thousand people playing Rocket League again. That's what I'm hoping for.
2: And then on top of that, Metal State is also they finally announced the date, 18th of November, is the Join the Legion event we have spoken about quite a bit. So you know that's great. Yeah. Um I'm interested in seeing how it goes because you know as we've said this is like this is the future You know, we're moving towards a place where content creation and Zephyr disappeared. um, And he's back. Um, And where content creation and pro gaming and the fans and everything kind of now falls into the same space. Um, It allows for, you know, more things to be done, more things to happen. And it opens up the doors to esports for a lot of people that previously didn't have access.
0: Okay, there I saw no, that's myself disappear, sorry.
1: That's, that's, that's not really yeah, a topic, to me I've me like been looking in too much with the whole Metal State thing, because I don't play Dota anymore. But mm. it is a very interesting thing that they are doing, I don't know the details though.
0: Okay, but moving on from Rocket League, my favourite, favourite topic. Um, Before we get
2: there, yeah. um, something quite interesting is that the MSSA team, except they're not announcing what game it is, so I'm going to assume it's Dota, I think they said something about Tekken, or um, I can't find That'd the name of the game, but in uh, some game for the IESF championships, which I'm not sure what that is. We placed twelfth in the world. Okay, that's good. I, I
1: think I think it was a mix of uh, a mix of games. I saw something about. Let me just find it. And um, I'm
0: um, actually yeah, talking te- about
1: the- Tekken compared to, to making it past the group phase. The, um, so one of their players made it past the group stage for competitive, but. Like, it's a South African player. So I think it was a mix of games just playing under that one brand name.
0: Okay, just uh, let me tell you, the topic I want to talk about is just before the MSSA thing. (laughs) Ah. It's still the same thing. Um, Oh,
2: are we actually going to talk about it? I was ignoring it out of spite. Okay, let's talk about (laughs) it. Let's talk about it. Um, South Africa got its first
0: spot. But first... I know someone who actually competed in a Tekken tournament. Personally, I know someone personally who complete, uh, competed in a Tekken tournament back in 2000... And I want to say 8 or 9. He got actually flown to South Korea to play Tekken.
2: Yeah. I played oh. in a Tekken tournament in 2013, but it, it wasn't flown anywhere. It was in a bar for free booze. That was it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so... Let's let's take let's let the cat out of the bag. Aha, see what I did there. Aha. Cougar Gaming has announced a new streaming partner in South African uh, in South African youtuber Pac Man 10154. Um, which is before
2: you carry on, South Africa has its first sponsored streamer and it's not even a fucking Twitch streamer.
0: Exactly, oh, I that mean, is I don't opinion.
2: think.
1: I don't think we can be that. I don't think we can be that discriminatory against people using YouTube because YouTube's got their servers here, so yeah. it's understandable why so many people stream on YouTube. And Puckman, yeah. from what I've seen, he doesn't seem to be that bad of a guy.
0: There are some YouTube no, no, streamers no, who I'm, I don't I'm like. No, no, no. I'm just more mirth. Actually, uh, YouTube servers are physically located in San Francisco, the South African YouTube servers.
1: But they they at least have a node here.
0: They have they a have node a, here yeah. that pumps data through to that area, and then we get it. Yeah, and
1: that makes that makes a that makes a big difference for streaming. If Twitch had a node here, it would make our lives a million times easier. I guarantee mm. all agreed,
2: of, agreed, A lot
1: of the places where they say they have servers is probably nodes, and then they have one central server in each region. Yeah,
2: no, of course. Mm. But here's my crisis: video sharing platform streaming platform youtube yeah, offers streaming the now but it's more to compete against the adpocalypse than anything else yeah, yeah. compared to twitch's streaming service youtube streaming service is 10 years behind twitch why use also, it then
1: twitch also exactly. has a video service that's not as good as youtube service yes yeah,
2: yeah, well uh, twitch doesn't try and advertise itself as a streaming <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a video sharing I get, service i get where
1: you're coming from i i entirely I mean where again youtube
2: streaming service this. is 10 years behind Yes, your encoding might be a little bit faster, but it's ten years yeah, behind. It's it looks crap.
3: Yeah, I tried it once just because, like, I was having terrible frame drop issues with Twitch for some I don't know why, and YouTube sure was like stabler, but like it just felt so much more clunky to use. And this my, is coming from someone big... hmm? I went interrupt. Okay, well, um, okay, well, this is coming from someone who like ha- makes YouTube videos, not that much anymore, but anyway. So, like, YouTube is great for that side of things. But I think if you're going to live stream, just do it on Twitch. I don't know why you have to stay to YouTube. There are so many even bigger YouTubers like H3H3 who, who when they live stream, they go to Twitch. It's just the logical thing to do. I don't know.
0: That People is exactly... Lightly. Yeah. YouTube makes use of a content delivery network, CDN, which caches content as required. Um, and that makes the huge-ass difference, like he said. Um, but uh, onto the H3H3 it leads us nicely into our next topic, I believe. Um, oh, okay, it well, kinda fair enough. It kind of does. It, kinda, it actually uh, leads us into two topics from now, but let's just continue on and then... <laughs> so, the topic of the day, never go full YouTube. I read <laughs> that Reddit post. Man, it was hitting Twitch left, right, and center. They're knocking Twitch down. But remember you got to keep in mind that all the negative reviews for Twitch happened about a month or two after Twitch was bought over by Amazon. Now, in the past, I worked for a company that was also bought out by another company, like another company took control of it. And for at least, uh, and this is now what, five years ago? And this is only about three um, three years ago. No, two years ago. Only about two years ago, the newly formed company where that's bought out by the parent co- parent company actually started making sense with what they were doing. You know, They actually started improving then. So Twitch, I believe, is still in, especially with the Amazon buyout or whatever, it's still in that very weird space. Yeah. Remember, before 2016, everybody that worked at Twitch, and please, if you're a Twitch employee and you're watching this, I'm not saying you didn't do anything. But it was quite a laid-back company to work for Twitch. You know, you just had to do your daily things. And now now there's a second company with their own departments. And you guys, it's just the, at the end of the day, it's just the integration that needs to happen between Amazon and Twitch. Yeah. And now people are complaining that Twitch is a bad place to work for because they actually have to do more work now. Yeah. It, I agree. It, it doesn't it seem like
1: a workload issue from what I read of the article more. Yeah, as a, it's the I higher mean. up, the CEOs of Twitch and Amazon just not agreeing with each other. That seems to be trickling down and causing the
0: problems from what I and can tell. And that is, again, growing pains of a newly formed yeah, yeah. company. So it's yeah. to be mm. expected. It's not the end of Twitch as we know it. But yeah. <laughs> it's just growing pains. You know, Stonies, when you get Stonies, they, they're having Stonies now. Basically,
2: the thing is, as well, you gotta remember, most of this is just, it's about last door reviews, which, although accurate, you know, I've worked for some great companies and had a horrible time because of the person sitting next to me, and not necessarily because of the person sitting above me. Yeah. That's another thing to keep in mind. Um, Also, you're always going to have disenfranchised people. I think why it's interesting, though, is more to do with the response to things, which we know has been a bit of a slow issue on Twitch. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you take for instance, uh, people getting banned, people causing trouble. It's been a slow issue. Look, it's happening faster than YouTube. We'll get to that. <laughs> Don't you worry. Yeah. But it's happening slowly. Um, and for Twitch, Twitch is in a very like special time in its career. Twitch is ew, there goes my chair again. Um, Twitch has existed for a very long time, but it now stands at a point, especially with the next topic coming up. It now stands at a point where it could become a predominant service on the internet even bigger than it is already
1: yeah yeah i can't wait till the day it does it's that's good for all of us if it becomes predominant because we if you look at the youtubers my first youtube channel i started just before youtube went predominant and i could see from its growth curves at the time that if i'd carried on with it a month longer i would have blown up and been at the same size as other people who started around the same time I screwed up and let my stepfather find out about it and he shut down the account because he's just, he's very anti-gaming and he didn't want me doing that sort of thing, though so he's just put the name of my YouTube channel in the chat. Um, and now when I started up again on YouTube, I started YouTube before I started Twitch, now starting again, it I, I realised my growth. My first month on YouTube, originally my first month on YouTube now, originally I got I think it was like 10, 20 subs in the first month doing no promotion other than getting one or two of my close friends. I didn't have that many close friends at the time. I think my two, my two friends, I got to subscribe and the rest was people finding me. Everyone that's followed my YouTube channel now is people I've found, friends of mine or people i found on Discord or whatever, from so promoting myself. And it's the following is less. Putting more work in, the following is less. It's just not, become, it's not worth it anymore.
3: Yeah, it is a lot harder to grow. I think, well, I don't know. There's so much speculation about YouTube these days just because there's so much random crap happening. But I think some of that might have to do with the new algorithm and it's learning, you know.
2: Like, we'll get there. But, we'll still get there. Yeah. Don't you worry. But anyway.
3: It's, sorry, I mean, like, it's also
1: how full it is. It's a bit too, it's too, what's the word?
2: The thing is, you guys are on the wrong topic here. Yeah, um, that's the thing. <laughs> thing is, something to keep in mind, like a little caveat, is Twitch is very much a Silicon Valley company. Any Twitch employee watching this now, I don't mean all of you guys, but I mean, if you go into the like the bottom parts of this Reddit post and you go to the bottom, like some of these side notes for the, what Twitch employees receive, like as someone that's worked in the film industry, you know I know what it's like being able to put down on a list, I won six beers and a pack of smokes tomorrow and that's on my desk when I get there. Uh, This is even, like, this is more hardcore. Like, I mean, free food, flexible work schedules, unlimited vacation with marginal approval. You don't get an industry like that.
1: It it sounds Um, like a dream job that's not going to go anywhere.
2: This is a Silicon employees, um, Silicon Valley employees. So uh, what I'm saying is, yes, there might be some, like, horrible situations, but I'm wondering if some of the complaints aren't a little bit far-fetched. People no, complaining about I mean. their shoes not being shined before they get to the office. Because in the film industry that happens a lot. You have people saying they worked on a bad production and it's like because they didn't get their specific cereal and their specific brand of coffee every morning.
0: Mm. It is, My It's one boss of those millennial like problems, you know, one of those...
2: Not just millennial, just rich people problems. My old yeah. boss was way in his 50s and he had that issue. It would be like... He'd get fucking annoyed because we'd drink his coffee and be like, yeah, he doesn't get that brand of coffee. That's 800 bucks for like a can of
1: coffee type of thing. Damn, I should work in full. <laughs> it's good money
2: to be made. And I mean, the amount of stuff you get, like, that's the thing, like, it's, you'd have people complaining because, you know, they can't do exactly what they want when they want and get away with it. It's, mm. And it's the same with like Twitch or any of these Silicon Valley companies. It's, it's not working like you would in any other industry. So how much of it is really an issue, and how bad is Twitch really, considering the amount of effort and work they've been putting out in the last while?
3: Yeah, for sure. I, yeah, they're I doing just
0: a like- job. What we need to do is we need to take those employees that complain, get them to work for a I'll company. I'll take their, in- their jobs. No, no, no. Get them to work for a company in South Africa for two months. See if they survive the yeah. two months.
2: I mean, the irony is I probably work for Twitch for half of what they pay the person in that position. Mm, mm. Yeah. And the irony is, I can probably do, and I mean this without, you know, being uh, bragging, but I could probably do half the positions at Twitch. I'm qualified for half of them, probably. <laughs> Twitch, don't have the if you're qualifications, listening.
1: the but I have the uh-huh. abilities to do a lot of that sort of stuff.
0: Twitch, Twitch I've got a listening. beard. I've got a beard, Twitch. <laughs> I've got a beard. That's all you need to know. Um, yeah, no, definitely. I don't have a beard.
2: Big <laughs> shout out to Jones today, there in chat as yeah. well. Welcome, yeah. good sir. Welcome, welcome,
0: welcome. Well, can Singularity also? He's also amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah, singularity. singularity, welcome.
2: I i can't see chat hey. 99% of the time, so I'm going to rely on you guys. Even with
1: words. your four yeah. huge ass screens. screens it a, it's, it's, yeah. It's, yes, it's a bit too I'm, overwhelming. <laughs>
2: Okay, so, Mr. Frost, if you ever get the chance, go to the talk shows tab, look at what's there, and then you look at what we have here, and you'll understand why I need all four screens to keep this shit up and running.
1: <laughs> I'm messing yeah. with you. you need to get, you, you need to get two computers, a whole matrix set up with all 20 yeah. screens. I
3: really do have that. 360 <laughs> I really have degrees that. of screens.
1: <laughs> Just, like, all over. You, you can't... You, you, you assume I'm only running one computer. Oh, which rich guy? Which guy here?
2: Um, <laughs> no, I'm just, I work on computers. Um, but I mean, like, a couple of these other things, like, getting paid in stock and whatnot. And a lot of these comments I'm reading on Glass, Glass doors now, like, I'm thinking Silicon Valley problems. Yeah. Mm. I know what you guys think about it. Like, there's one or two serious complaints I can see, but... Yeah. I see a lot of, um, throwing stones.
3: Yeah. From, Yo, from what I remember, from you know like reading not yeah reading the thing i could be misremembering but the one guy was talking about like everyone's kind of working too much in their own bubble um and i can kind of understand that one but a lot of it just seemed like unnecessary complaining to me but i think even in like because twitch it's like everything is connected in the sense of this needs to work with that, that needs to work with that. So when someone complains that, you know, there isn't enough collaboration going on between employees, I can see that being a genuine concern because it could run into, you know, issues with maybe even like the um, programming language and all that sort of thing and like the code that people write. Mm. So I think that's like the only legitimate
0: concern that I remember. But You you guys actually gave me an idea. I should go talk to my friend that's actually been flown Amazon k came... Came to him and was like, "Listen, you're gonna live in Seattle now and work for us." I probably need to contact him and find out what his side of the story. I would be. Yeah, no, I'd like to, be to be know more about
2: it, definitely. Yeah. But
0: from what I see,
2: fifty percent of it is actual complaints. The other fifty percent is Silicon Valley yeah. problems. And as has said, you know, it is it is still a the company has just been through a takeover.
3: Yeah. Teething. Problems. When did Amazon buy them? Um, last year, where. sometime
0: I think. Oh, okay. So it was really It, it, late, was, it late was last year. Yeah, it was like, literally like this time last year. Amazon Prime, yeah, Amazon Prime. Yeah, it was roughly this year. It was at the end of TwitchCon. It's when they oh. released. They announced something big at TwitchCon, and then Amazon just a couple yeah. of weeks later did the thing. So
3: really, I think it was that. I thought it was much longer. I thought it was like last last year. But uh, yeah, I just knew they had bought them. I didn't know when.
0: I remember streaming to Twitch today and I'm like, what the hell is this Prime loot? What the hell is this Amazon Prime loot thing? And I'm like, oh crap, it's Amazon Prime loot. Uh, What? Or Twitch Prime loot. I'm like, what the? That happened while I was
1: starting to research streaming to Twitch to figure out how I would do it. I put a lot of time into researching it. Yeah. I thought I knew what was going on and then everything changed. I was like, whoa.
3: Yeah, same here for me. I (laughs) just thought that Amazon got more ballsy.
0: Yeah, no, it it was um when they announced you can buy subs through Amazon Prime at TwitchCon. A lot of the bigger streamers was pissed off because some of them got like um overnight, like two, three thousand subs. And the streamers that weren't streaming at that time was it last year or two years ago? No, last year. No, it was last year. Last yeah. year. Uh,
2: so no, so okay. no to Rage was still complaining because he was like he he hit two of his sub goals before he went live again. Hmm.
1: I wouldn't complain oh. about that. That sounds like yeah, a fun time. Yeah, I wouldn't time. complain.
2: <laughs> but it's no, kind of nice to acknowledge it live. Yeah, it yeah. is. No, definitely. I'd complain. I'm sorry. It's like, at least give me like enough time to go sit in front of my PC before you do that.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's, I mean, they could let their partners know in advance, but then they run the risk of it being leaked and things like that. So they kind yeah. of... I, I, I'm siding with Twitch on this one and not the streamers.
0: No, yeah,
2: uh, just show you. I'm just kind of in the sense. middle. All right, but let's see. Yeah, there's a topic that's coming up now. That boy, like this is one of those few times where my blood boils. I I am actually so like this is one of the few times where I've been more angry at someone else than what I did the previous weekend, and that is the
0: AdPocalypse 2.0. Or two point five or three or four. There's been so many adpocalypses. It's, See, it's the yeah. way it's I look at it. At alpha. So the way I look at it is
2: the first adpocalypse was when um, companies pulled their ads off YouTube. Yeah. And this is the second time that is happening. Companies are pulling their ads off left, right and centre due to what happened. But
0: I mean, there have reason,
1: been they, there's been things in between though. It's been like mini ad. Yeah, but they've since.
2: changed... They've changed the... Like, every time they change the code, a streamer get, a uh, YouTuber gets demonetized and it's Adpocalypse 2.0. Yeah.
3: I mean... Well, this no, is been, not that. There's been
1: waves. There's been waves. And there was the wave where literally anyone... I think it was anyone under 100 subs lost See, their monetization. About, but I mean... This is yeah. not
2: about yeah. losing your monetization. Yeah. This... For anybody not aware in chat what the Adpocalypse 2.0 is, uh, this is the discovery of child pornography and pedophilia on youtube
1: yeah
2: i've got my cigarette running so i don't accidentally throw something this is the discovery that there is for instance a video of an abused 13 year old in her 90 that has over 1.6 million views
3: yeah and this is okay that just annoys me because it's like youtube decides it's okay to like Demonetize. Okay, I know it's the. I know it's kind of like the AI they built, but it's like YouTube will like go after all these maybe right wing YouTubers or, or boogie two nine nine eight for whatever reason. But they're not gonna go look into that video with tons of views. That's literally Peter. It's that like that. What they're trying to do is essentially at least with the old adpocalypse was they're focusing on things that will make their PR better, not actually make the world better. Which is See, just what makes me annoyed. That's the, the, the thing. big thing. They, like
0: they. Uh, like one of those, one of those videos. It's basically like modelling shoots, but kids and clothes, and the, pedo- the pedophilia came out through that with and, and all the comments. Something like I remember the guy reading, the one I think it was Sid Alpha, or was it uh, the Philip DeFranco show, where he mentioned some of those comments, and I'm sitting there going, and it's like, yeah, no, it's Daddy would like to cuddle with you all night long, and I'm sitting there going, jeez youtube, YouTube comments i just want to mention
2: something quickly place, i want to Very mention brilliant. like dutch law the thing is like there's Pornhub for that the the thing the issue with this is it's it's child pornography how is this allowed how did this get on there
0: yeah.
2: um, how I'm is sorry, this not a
1: problem how do they porn has tighter controls than youtube does yeah, for that Yes,
2: Pornhub has That's better AI true.
0: controls <laughs> than YouTube does. <laughs> the expert spoke.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Damn, it's just freaking
2: crazy, man. And I mean, like, some of the, a lot of these videos, I mean, if you go, like, go into some of the Reddit posts, and then I mean, there's legal. Okay, yeah, sorry, I, I, I didn't read that. Um, but the thing is, like, if you go into a lot of the um, the Reddit posts about this, a lot of these videos have millions and millions of views. This isn't like a 500k thing. This isn't like the thing that was discovered a while ago, where they had the like really fucked up content on YouTube Kids. This is like class A pedophilia running rampant. Mm.
3: And yeah, that was the worst time to laugh at a message.
2: The thing is, like you know, YouTube, as Randy said, you know, YouTube is so worried about all these right wing content creators and stuff. And
3: what about the rest? yeah it's not it's not nearly as bad as was actually a problem
2: i i have a i have a eight year old sister that watches youtube i have good people in my life of young children that you know let their children watch youtube kids and i look at some of the crap like that was discovered on youtube kids um and like i mean elsa taking a crap on spider-man and stuff like that. It's like it it it's it's one of those really really touchy subjects for me because
1: YouTube has its weird side and the weird side. This is a weird NK. side. This is
2: this is something I would shoot people over in real life. This yeah. is something people should be put to death over in real life. Philip DeFranco puts it nicely where he's like, "These people are not humans. They yeah. all deserve the death penalty," yeah. and I am a hundred percent behind that. I say, find out who hosts these channels. Find out who uploads to them. Find out who's watching them, and put these fuckers to death. That might be a hard stance on it, but
3: again, like it's your opinion, man.
1: Chemical yeah,
0: castration no really is the way to go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm more yeah.
2: <clears throat> again, is, like,
0: but it's but rampant it, pedophilia. It is, and and it's it's this nothing. Yeah, rampant ped- pedophilia. There's nothing good to say about it, but porn was responsible for most of the latest tech innovations. Porn. Was yeah, the don't first. get me wrong. I'm
2: I'm a I'm okay with porn. Yeah, I'm not okay with child with molestation.
0: Yeah, but like, I'm t- okay with Um, like, porn was responsible for CDs and DVDs. Yeah, legit. Wait, really? Yeah, and I'm not sure. Porn has been responsible Yeah. For, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Porn I mean, has been CDs responsible are... for some
2: of the best fucking lulls I've ever seen.
0: And um, let me let me let me just put out put it out there, Frost. Um, porn was like the first people to go to CDs with regards to video, like putting videos sure. on CDs, you know, um, and also DVDs.
1: I, I remember back in the day when I was watching my VHS tape, and there was an advert before every movie saying, "Hey, check out this new thing called DVD." But I I I was too young at the time to be able to relate that. To porn, but this is being you're
2: young when DVDs came out. <laughs> sorry, I, I had to.
1: I, I'm 19. I'm young. I'm the youngster here. I'm sorry. <laughs> Randy is also young. He's that.
2: Yeah, that side. Well, that side. I don't well. know. So, on I just want to put this out there quickly. Um, I know this isn't like the most comfortable topic to talk about. Um, I can see, like for instance, Soldier of Babylon. Yeah, this is Monday. We're talking about pedophilia. The reason why is because something needs to be done about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. The more light shed on it, you know, if one person here is angry about this and writes an email or does something about it, this can be, a stop can be put to it.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: So that that's my, that's my issue with it.
0: Just a quick thing, a quick workaround for the adpocalypse on H3H3 in their latest video. Yes, they do still do videos on YouTube you yeah, know, they've not entirely that. abandoned the platform, is yeah. um, basically cooking naked. Oh, what? I saw that. Yeah. There's a woman <laughs> do that. in only an apron. Like, she's wearing an apron. Yeah. yeah. You know? And she, like, the camera angles, looks at the burger, and you see a clear shot of her ass. Like, she's got nothing underneath that apron. And, and then the she turns so around bad. and walks, to- walks towards the burger or whatever and I'm like this is how you make a good egg sandwich and you see some nip slips here and there and i'm like hmm.
3: yeah, so that's a like, way and 15
0: million views i think yeah <laughs> yeah, something like that they all
3: came for the cooking come on six it, cells it, Let's it, dude, that that egg sandwich was amazing yeah i know right <laughs> exactly I, like i learned six how sandwich. to
0: make an egg
1: sandwich yeah that video. <laughs> i was uh, definitely paying attention to the sandwich yeah yeah uh,
2: Yeah, Yeah. but, dude, six cells, it's just a given. Yeah. And never mind that, like, I remember, I don't know if any of you saw the, like, April Fools this year, that Pornhub put out, where they rebranded the entire site as Corn Hub, and all the top videos were of corn cobs. (laughs)
0: That that was a good prank, that was a good prank. That was a good prank. Um... just a quick thing: We are going to get to the AMA section right soonish. Uh, just uh, start yeah. your questions. I, I,
2: I have, I have, I have noted the questions, and we will get to that soon. Yeah,
0: yeah. this has um, been quite a short
1: podcast so far, hasn't it?
2: No, but we well, the decided- AMA takes up a fuckload of time. Yeah, yeah. yeah the
0: AMA does. AMA does so.
1: Yeah, fair enough.
2: And we have been. It is almost an hour now, so don't worry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, last week's podcast was a bit extreme um and we (laughs) have been asked by our friendly neighborhood sound engineer to not do that again
1: yeah we don't want to kill trinok so um yeah Yeah. sorry trinok i apologize in advance for anything i stuff up majorly
2: like you guys you guys see green screens what you don't know is we're all technically in the same we're all actually in the same room right this is all one screen yeah (laughs) frost been shoved in the corner and trinok standing in front of us with just this big bat (laughs) just waiting
3: it's like an egan's bat it's got all the barbed wire around it. Well, he had razor wire, actually, but
0: anyway. Look at look at, look at, at Randy. Don't look at me. My sound is okay, Trinok. Yeah, look at Randy. <laughs> Please, I, I'm fine. Hey. I just got a new mic. You should have seen it like two weeks ago.
3: <laughs> anyway. I think I'm fi- I think I'm fire- I don't know. <laughs> I might not be. Rand-
2: I-, I love how Trinok has become the devil of Twitch today.
0: But we love him.
1: He's we a great him. guy. No, we He's do. He's a we great do. guy. He's done so much for us.
2: He's just got a big bat. Yeah. That's why we're saying this. Just doom, doom, doom. Yeah. Dunk.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah? So, AMA. AMA time. D-Rock. That's enough about porn. Let's let's get to the chat questions quickly. D-Rock asked, How important is game choice in relation to your personality? E- personality? E.g., if you're competitive, you stream competitive titles, or if you're a natural storyteller, you play RPG games. Now... What do you think? Let's, you know what? Let's ask the noobs. Sorry, Randy and Frost. Let's ask, what do you think? What's your opinion on that? Like, you're the newer streamers on Twitch today. Like, what's your opinion Well, they're all the youngest. And the youngest. I uh. find
1: game choice in relation to personality is a difficult choice to mm-hmm. make if... It depends how much yeah. you try and make your personality influence your channel. So for me, if I'm streaming a solo game my personality will be different. I will yeah,
2: thank all my same. followers in the craziest
1: ways possible and do insane stuff. And then when I'm playing with mm-hmm. my friends in Fortnite, yeah. it's banter. It's just straight banter. A follower follows. I'm like, thank you very much for the follow. And then I carry on talking with my friends.
3: Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Pretty much.
1: Whereas, like, in Solo stream, it's, if someone follows me, that's a topic of conversation for the next five minutes because they've got nothing else to talk about until something crazy happens in the game. So it's not your personal personality so much as the personality you decide for your stream.
3: Well, I I mean, for me, I don't know. I kind of like, I just love story games, which is why it's one of my main things. It's like just the fact that you can get like the feels... Or, like, get, like, super pumped up because, like, the cinematic music and now you're, like, Adam Jensen, like, slicing people in the throat with, like, an arm coming out of you a blade coming out of your arm, an arm coming out of your blade. Anyway, but, yeah, just so, that just gets me, like, really excited to play a new story game. And I've always really loved narrative stuff. But I also just really like playing a multiplayer game and just, yeah, bantering and that. So, I think it does suit my personality in the sense that I can enjoy both. And I definitely chose story games as the main thing because I know it fits my personality. But I also know that multiplayer games don't not fit my personality. It's really difficult, especially as a variety streamer, to know what to stick to and what not to stick to. Because at least with my audience at my regulars, I found that sometimes story games, like some of them love it, but some of them are like, just, just play more GTA Online. And I'm like, what do I do? But you know, I just I just stick to what I've been doing since the beginning. So, yeah, and it, it's yeah, personality-wise, I think I've just do story because it excites me so much.
0: Yeah, the the big thing with when it comes to choosing your game type versus your personality. I mean, I'll never do competitive. I'll never do competitive because that's not in my personality, and uh, I hate sports ball games, and um. Like, even CSGO, the times that I played it for fun... The, the only competitive game I'll ever play, probably, is Quake uh, Champions. Um, but with regards to competitive and personality... It, it all depends on your personality. If you can handle yeah. the chat while being competitive in the game and bantering... You know, mm. like Cross Eternal said, he likes... Uh, com- if he does competitive, he doesn't focuses on ch- he doesn't focus on chat. The big thing as a Twitch streamer, personally, I would say rather focus on your chat. I agree with that. Yeah. Versus doing competitive stuff, unless you're extremely good I mean, at the game you're competing at. I don't know, Goon Squad. For me, what's your... it's not
1: so much that I don't focus on the chat. It's I still read everything that happens in the chat, but the main focus of the stream is the banter. It's not. I'm talking about what's happening in the chat 100% of the time anymore.
3: Yeah. Mm.
2: See, I I have a different opinion about that. As someone like, I spend a lot of time streaming competitive games as well as story-driven games. For me, it's about, you know, talking about what's going on. You know, when I play Heroes of the Storm, even if I'm playing ranked, it's about, you know, how much fun can we have? Like, can we get Genji to jump to the other side of the map? Uh, Mm -hmm. Can we nuke the boss with all the nukes? Can we, you know accidentally uh, play um, Terrazen and then just win every single game. Um, it's more about, like, the lols when playing competitive games for me, but I think that's also, it depends on the, your personality and also how good you are at the game. I can yeah, play Ears me- of the Storm with my eyes closed, but if I switch over to Dota, focus.
0: Yeah. yeah. For me for me personally, like, I love playing on the sub-server, but for, for me personally, when I stream while playing on the sub-server, interacting interacting with the Uh, other subs on voice i found that i pay less attention to chat than i normally do and that gripes me i need to um level up my skill i need to focus on that improve that type of skill so that i can both focus on chat more and talking to the people on the subs yeah and that is that is that is why like when i do single player games it's for me personally not the viewer count might not reflect it but when i do single player games i feel like i'm in control over everything regarding chat regarding the game whereas with sub server i have to focus my attention a bit more on keeping everybody on both sides of the coin happy like the subs yeah. playing on the server and the chat you know i think again you know it leads into uh, the one
2: true game break also asked um, you know what's better Being a variety streamer or a single game streamer. I think it all depends on your personality. Yeah, for sure.
3: I wouldn't be... I wouldn't be like... I wouldn't be like... Okay, I don't know. Well, I don't know if I'm entertaining or not. I'm not going to say I am because that's kind of just cocky, but... Um, I don't think I would be an entertaining streamer at all if I was playing the same game every day, even if it was a game I love. Like, even if it was like my favorite multiplayer game ever, or one of them, Like, say, let's say COD 4. If I was playing that every day or every day I stream, I would at a point just be like, I'm going to stop streaming because this isn't... And I know like, streaming, sure, it's not all fun, 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 because it is a thing that has like, back-end work and management and stuff, but you need to be having fun on stream. Otherwise, you're not going to be entertaining. So... Being a variety streamer, I just just my the way I personally am in my head, I have to be one because otherwise my stream is not going to be fun.
0: Yeah, and that's uh, again a
3: personality thing.
0: It's again it boils down to personality. Frost, what's your opinion? Better variety or single player? Single um, game.
1: I have an interesting take on this. I love playing loads of different games. Like I haven't found a game yet that I dislike, and I just I love playing games, and I'll play any game. But I look at my wallet, and my wallet says, no, you're not a variety streamer. You're a streamer of the games you already own. Um, and But like, I feel like, for me, most of my followers, I think, found me through pl- me playing Borderlands. Um, it's one of the things I mainly play. I'm play. I play Borderlands and Fortnite on my stream. I used to play Borderlands and Overwatch, but Borderlands has always been there. So to a certain extent, I'm variety, and I, it, it works what I do. I'm variety... I do all sorts of things when I can, but Borderlands is always going to be my main theme. It's always, it's my favorite game. I'm not going to deny that it's my favorite game. It's my favorite game of all time. And that will always be like, in, I'm, I'm going to stick to that. Yeah. The problem with it
2: is also skill level. Um, I mean, yeah. when I was streaming variety games, mostly indie titles, you know, the viewers would roll in. The problem is because I am not a master tier Heroes of the Storm player, when I switched over to just playing Heroes of the Storm all the time, you know, it, it will kill your channel. So unless you are a great player, don't stick to one game purely because at the start of streaming, you're not going to get anywhere if you stick to one game unless you're really yeah. good. If you're yeah. gold, silver, even platinum or diamond, it's just not going to cut it.
0: Yeah. Um. For me personally, like the difficult, like I feel like a single game streamer currently because I'm doing a lot of seven days to die. Um, but variety streaming has its more cons pros than cons, no, no more cons than pros. For example, you you do a variety, you do a bunch of games in a time span of let's say one month. So what happens is you play game A, and you get viewers from that game to watch you play. Now all of a sudden, you finish that game, and now you switch over to another game. 90% of the viewers you gained in that game is not going to stick around for the other game that you're playing. Um, whereas with a single game choice, like in my case, Seven Days to Die, a lot of my viewers, and I love them to bits, a lot of my viewers are there for Seven Days to Die shenanigans and see how I fail in Seven Days to Die. But let's say I switch back to, Divi- to Divinity Original Sin, my viewer numbers, if we're just talking viewer numbers, is going to drop hectically. You know, it's 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 a fact. Because a lot of the people currently in my channel are 7 Days to Die watchers or viewers, you know. And I'm kind of afraid to switch over. I really want to finish Divinity Original Sin 2, but I'm kind of afraid to switch over. Because then I'm going to take a massive knock, not only financially, but through the viewer numbers declining again. Yeah. That's why I'm currently, like, stick to a single game and you're going to make it, you know, Eventually. You're not going to make it within two months, but you are going to make it eventually. And um, the uh, big thing with the Variety, you get so many more people coming in. I mean, through Variety, I found more mm. regular viewers than I think I would have found through single-player streaming, single-game streaming. And ran, uh, Frost's internet just died
2: Ish. No problem. We can quickly switch. Oh, go, God. Okay. Um, that happened. <laughs> um, that was like a
3: Rickroll so, video form.
0: Yeah.
2: Just a quick thing. Um, the, it, Wavehack asked. This isn't the uh previous the next question, but you, Zaffy, are the only one that can answer it. For you, those of you that stream full time, how can you cope for a regular job like always being on cam? So Zafi is the only South African full time streamer. Yeah. So you take this one.
3: Yeah. What? I'm
2: back the again. question, uh, for those of you that stream full-time, how do you cope versus a regular job? Like always being on cam, trying to keep your cool and act to your best. Um, oh. Especially if you doing the streamer challenge now.
0: Yeah. Okay. How do you cope? You just push through, essentially. Um, For me, I do, on average, before the 50-day streamer challenge, I did like six days a week, every single week. No, come hell or high water, you know. Unless South African internet dies, Telkom. Um, but the coping with it, I, I don't know. I wish I could tell you, you know, I'm looking, I'm literally looking at taking a second day off just for myself where I can go and see friends and family. Um, my chat has noticed that I am getting a bit antsy at the moment because of the 50 day streamer challenge, stream challenge. Um, but for me, after this 50 day stream challenge i'm going to take a step back and reevaluate everything coping with it being in front of the camera every day i mean my personality gets boosted by about 100% when i'm in front of the camera i mean if you were to were to meet me in real life i'm actually a pretty laid back person goon squad can probably attest to that somewhat and yeah. it's just it's it you push through it you push through it. It's, it's difficult, <laughs> but you push through it. That's how I deal with it at the moment. Yeah, like he's... I mean, is
2: Zaffer, probably a, the worst example, but the only one we can give, since he's the only full-time South African streamer. The thing is, Zaffir is the calmest human being IRL. Just uh, two heads-up tips if any of you ever meet him. Do not go drinking with him, and um, don't put him in a car, and you'll be fine. Don't
3: put him in a car? Oof. That sounds dangerous.
2: Yeah, and especially don't do both at the same time.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
2: not that, um, not just because it's illegal, but it's also again bad for your
3: health. Bad idea. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, Drock also asked, "Do you guys believe that one can stream too much, fourteen plus hours, or is Ooh, yes. it beneficial in the sense yes. that you're always top of mind?" Okay, I don't know. I don't know. What top of mind is.
3: I
2: understand what he means. Um, you know, getting to the top of the game. You know. You can stream too much, though. You suffer extreme yeah. burnout. Streaming isn't easy. I lost my voice over this weekend because I was shouting a lot on stream last week. Mm. Um, you know, and never mind just that, the physical burnout of sitting there and worrying about it every day. Like, I think Zappa can attest to it. 50-plus days of streaming every day for over 8 hours. Like, Good. yeah, that shit eats yeah. at you.
0: You can, you can stream too much. You can stream too much. I would say if you decide to go full-time and go balls-to-the-wall... I would say eight hours on average every day, but then you are gonna suffer. Like the first time I did a, a attempted a, a f- everyday stream was I, I did it for two weeks and my chat turned around and said, dude, you're aggro as fuck. Take, my chat turned around and said, take the night and tomorrow night off, off and come back to us refreshed. And I'm like, oh, I don't shit, it happens.
2: Know. Because yeah. I need I need a day or two where I can just go drink or get out. Because yeah, I mean it it eats at you. You get you get home from work at five or six. You start streaming. You do that every day. It and at some point, even if you don't do that, even if you're a student or you're you're taking it off or whatever you're doing, you know you stream ten hours plus a day. It's gonna eat at you, and soon it's gonna mm. become a thing of where you're gonna start worrying about the numbers on the back, and you're gonna start worrying about all these things. That you shouldn't be worrying about, and your content, like Zab says, I mean, if his channel is telling him you're antsy as fuck, like yeah. your content takes a dive.
0: Yeah, it does. Yeah. And I mean, like, okay, now on the other side, this 50-day streamer challenge has proven so beneficial to my stream. It's not even funny, you know. But I'm literally sitting here going, "Shit!" I'm looking, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the calendar, going, "Wednesday is so close. Only, only, only ah. two more days of streaming." And then I can have, like, two or three days off, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's I mean, a...
2: Another thing to think about, I'm um, yeah. sorry to interrupt you, but I think, Frost, you're the only one here that hasn't done a 24-hour stream, right? So I would love to, but I'm,
1: I'm not able yeah. to. I...
2: It, yeah, the thing is, like, I mean, to the other two of you, you'll notice that the 24-hour streams, you know, they do grow your channel by quite a lot. So by that logic, yeah. if you want to grow at your finest, you stream 24 hours every day. Life doesn't oh, work like God. that. Humans can't do that.
0: There's a, there's my 24-hour a... stream... Asian streamer can't who me. does one twenty four hour stream every week.
3: Oh no, I can't. Do- I would not oh. be able to do that because and my twenty four hours. I
0: think he streams Whoa. every day. He he, he streams the twenty four hours, then he takes a day off, and then he streams every day again until the next twenty four hours. And he's been uh, growing no. like mad. You know, he's yeah, been growing it'd, like it'd mad. Really but it's like, but it's. I'm calling foul
2: play though. I'm calling drugs. There's no way you can do that every week. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, this isn't I mean, a competitive sport, so I don't think we can really call that. But- yeah.
2: <laughs> Well, it's yeah. Asian. I mean that in the nicest way, but an Asian, maybe. And American, I, mean that, I do mean that in Asian the nicest American,
3: way. Asian American, yeah. Wow. Well, well, um, I mean, the, I wouldn't. Yeah. I'd die. Go, Randy. Oh, uh, yeah. I I, I'm someone who can, like, stay up for, like, 48 hours and just do normal work that isn't, like, people-based, you know, like, just typing an article or fixing a computer or something, you know, but... That stream, that twenty-four hour stream I did, I mostly did as, like, a thank you to, like, this random influx of people that I got, which was cool. But, like, like, maybe 18 hours in, and especially when everyone, like, went to sleep at, like, 2 a.m., Um, and it was just, like, me. Like, there were times I was, like, you know, and as soon as, like, it got to morning time and it got to, like, 9 o'clock in the morning, I was awake. But I, I felt, like, itchy all over my body, and I was like, "This needs to end soon because I've messed everything up in is, my like, body." I can,
2: I can play games for twenty four hours straight, no problem. I can't stream for twenty four hours. Yeah, straight, exactly.
3: No. It takes way more out of you. Like, I, oh, jeez. it was. Like, I had to take a shower midstream just because my skin felt so bad, and just because. And then after that, I googled like, "Is sleep deprivation like is itchiness like a side effect of sleep deprivation?" Apparently, it is. But yeah. like. Yeah, it was just crazy. I was like, I never felt this before. What is this? I've stayed up for 48 hours before. So if I do another 24 hour stream, it's gonna be in like a year at least. Yeah, yeah know, I thing... I
2: wouldn't do it while I'm working. Hell no. Yeah, I'd take a week off yeah. work. The
0: the big thing the big thing, and I've done 24 hour streams while doing a work while do it while having a job in South Korea. I would start my 24 hour stream on the Friday. And uh the Friday night and the Saturday night I would end it and I would go to bed until Sunday afternoon. Basically. Yeah. And I would still, like the following Monday or Tuesday at work, I'd still be like, uh why? Why did I do this? And but on the flip side of the coin, like the uh there's a there's a golden rule of streaming. I don't know who said it. I oh it's um man versus game. He said abc always be casting that's the golden rule the problem is at what price you know where do you draw the line you literally and twitch is moving for those of you don't know twitch is moving more towards a health conscious type of thing Uh, there's another streamer in the beard brigade called drunk enough he used to do 48 hour streams right twitch stops the stream it's literally you can't stream for more than 24 hours no you can't stream for more than 36 hours at a time twitch literally cuts your vod your access to them like sorry this well, is it. really they that's actually, actually stop them. them
1: yeah so, that's good because if you accidentally leave your stream going
3: that's mm, that yeah.
2: well. not just that and, um there have been people die that have died from streaming too long yeah
3: not even just streaming, like, I read an article once about, this was back in, like, it was an article in Nag, I think, maybe back in 2007, and it was about this guy who was in an internet cafe in America, he played Diablo for 50 hours straight, and died of a blood cl- clot in his leg. Yeah. yeah. I played when Diablo
2: 3 came out, I spent, I think it was six days, where I'd taken everything off, put away everything, bought a crap load of and Monster, <coughs> and me and friends, we're rushing to get nightmare mode done and finished and get the best in slot gear, best in slot rules. And I still yeah. got, I got banned of Diablo for that because you know, you're not allowed to stay awake for 50 hours and playing games. Most people can't. Yeah. People that generally can, about 80% of them use drugs. The other 20% of them are mentally insane.
3: Mm-hmm. And then you have exactly, people like yeah. me
2: that I'm hoping I'm not mentally insane.
3: I felt myself losing it in those 24 hours, and I'm already, I've am already i already lost it when I'm
0: normal, at least my scale of normal. <laughs> at, at least, yeah. Um, but the big thing also is, um, with regards to the length of streams, eight hours, it's usually like uh, Beard, uh, Bearded Guys Gaming put it perfectly. Rather stream less and put out brilliant content every time you stream than stream every day and just put out average content. yeah i stream only two hours yeah that's rather stream for less amount of hours than and put out brilliant content like if you stream for let's say six hours a day you know you can do six hours and those entire six hours you're exciting you're full of energy yeah yeah freaking act out i mean for me when i hit the seven hour mark i'm dead but I continue on streaming, you know. Yeah. yeah. But then again, for other streamers, bigger streamers, partnered streamers, people that's made it successful like um, Burke Black, he streams 10 hours a day. Non, You know, he streams 10 hours a day and he's re- reached success through that. And it's it's all about where your mindset is at and how healthy you are with yourself doing this, you know, I'm yeah. pushing my limits. I'm currently in that phase where I'm pushing, testing the limits, testing my, uh, the physical limits of my body. I'm trying to figure out where I want to be because a year from now, I can guarantee you my streaming schedule will be a lot different than what it is currently.
3: Yeah. I mean, can I just quickly weigh in on your whole thing is just that what we're saying about seven days to die and not wanting to go to divinity I like one thing I just, like is, I think at some point it needs to switch because since you're variety, you're a variety streamer, and I assume you want to stay that way. I don't, I don't. I hope it doesn't get to a point where it's almost like if you switch, the dip will be even worse than it is now.
0: Um. Yeah. No. It's gonna. It's gonna be bad. It's gonna be bad. I'm prepared for that switch. I am prepared for that switch. I'm yeah. just trying to see. Where it takes me. Like a lot of the bigger streamers, um, Co Carnage did like an MMO thing. He got partnered and then he started switching. And then he, f- through that community, people were like, oh, it's actually a game I'd love to see. And they, yeah. they continued following him and he started growing as much. And I'm gonna approach it the way he does. I'm gonna tell people like a week before the time. Listen, next week, Divine Divinity. You know, Divinity Original Sin.
3: Mm-hmm, be so there. Ready for it.
0: You know, yeah. be there. If you don't want to be there, cool. At least you know that I'm streaming another game. You yeah. know, and I'm thinking of doing it sometime this week, like next week. We're going back to that other game that not a lot of people like to watch. <laughs>
2: All right, so, on on to the next question, though. Um, we have been on this one for a while now. Um, if you're either have to play only AAA games or only indie games from the One True Game Breaker, also shout out to D Rock for uh, the love, much appreciated, man. Yeah, that's
0: difficult. Let's go with uh, the competitive Overwatch player over there. What would you choose? <laughs>
1: uh, I assume you're talking R- about um,
0: Frost. Frost,
1: yeah. yeah. Um, I-, I wouldn't call myself a competitive Overwatch player. When I play Overwatch, I do play competitive, but I'm stuck in silver. I'm trash at the game, but i don't know for me that would be an incredible diff- incredibly difficult decision i think i'd probably go with indie games um but i mean it depends on a few factors the thing with indie games is if i was only going to stream indie games a game like here's an indie game that i played that i love Mandagon. great game An hour of gameplay um yeah. and not replayable at all but let's, let's it, say you can it, play it, all it the indie amazing. games
2: or all the AAA games
1: Indie games. Indie games are way more fun, it's more adventure, it's more, it's 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 so much fun. I'm one of those people that lo- loves to test out new things. Um, you can tell from the streaming software I use, Bebo is alpha, and people are telling me I'm crazy for using it because it has problems, and I know it has problems, but being in on these things early before they become a big deal, yes I'm a hipster like that, um, <laughs> but for me it's like, that's a, Cool thing for me, and so definitely indie over triple hmm. A if I had to choose between the two,
0: yeah. And uh, Frost, no, you no you not Frost, Randy, Randy. Yeah, Before like, Randy, mm-hmm. though, uh, yeah. I just want to throw out we're there, we're very
1: similar, but uh, um,
2: Fro- yeah. uh, Frost, yeah. you say you're silver in um, Overwatch,
1: uh huh. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> I was uh-huh. gold, I, was I got gold. carried, but I'm better i um, i
1: wrecked your ass in 1v1
2: this was months ago uh Randy, Okay, you
1: want to go you, again your, yeah your
3: turn. okay Challenge so accepted. this is so difficult for me and i haven't even got an answer yet because i love indie titles and i love AAA titles now that being said there's a lot more crap with um you know AAA titles um but like i've been playing like like one of my favorite games is battlefield 2 and that's triple a and i could play that today and have a blast for hundreds of hours on end and like there's so many story games for both indie and triple a that are epic and amazing so i don't know but to be honest when it comes to the indie scene i don't know about as much about it as i do triple a scene i've played a lot of indie games but what i've noticed is with at least for the, the, the type of person I am, when it comes to AAA games, I can sink a lot more hours into them because the indie games that I usually get attracted to are the story ones, like Brothers, The Tale of Two Sons or Ori and the Blind Forest or something like that. It's always the story ones that get me because they look so unique and like a uh, breath of fresh air. Um... Whereas the AAA I usually stick to for either a really solid uh, treaded on story or a great multiplayer game. And that's the thing for me is I feel like I'd run out very quickly because I'm not very interested in the multiplayer scene of indie. But I am very interested in the single player scene of indie. So I'd probably say indie just from an enjoyment perspective. But when it comes to the games, like my longevity would not be very long. I don't think, unless we, we got way more indie games than we're getting now in the story sphere that are, like, amazing. So I'd say indie just to, like, experience new, amazing stories. But, yeah, I'm still kind of torn on it. I'm going to say indie just to spite the AAA devs. Fair enough. That's me. <laughs> okay, well, so more d- personally... to... More, more. Yeah? Sorry. I, I was going to say more to spite the AAA
0: publishers yeah um lives are complicit the but carry on zapper no the big thing for me is there's a difference like you uh um Fro- uh, frost randy <clears throat> i'm gonna get your names correct soon i promise <laughs> randy mentioned a lot of the games that's actually technically classified as triple i games it's really? indie games that's on the level that's pretty damn close. Like you're sitting there uh, going, yeah. "This is an indie game." At the end of the game, you're like, "How could this be an indie game?" You know. Wait, so
3: what would you say is indie then? Like, just name a few. I would say indie
0: would be um, the Swapper. Hmm? Games like okay, the Swapper, yeah. uh, games. You know, like if you talk about. Um, time span, or the length of the game, Game uh, an indie game would be like around about four hours. Right. You know, after those four hours, you put your keyboard down, your mouse down, and you're like, what yeah. the fuck did I just experience? You sit yeah. there and you're like, like, Brothers the Tale of Two Sons, that's an indie game. Whereas Ori mm-hmm. and the Blind Forest is closer to a triple-I game. Uh, a yeah. Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice, closer to a triple-I game than an indie game. Yeah, it is, definitely. Game. But... Still those indie games that makes you sit back and go, What the hell did I just experience? Yeah. Those like are the waves, type of I games guess. Yeah, those are the type of games that I would go for. Um Ori and the Blind Forest, again, falling on the spectrum of really well produced indie game. Um yeah. you know, I would I would go for indie games any day of the week. Basically. Mm. Yeah.
1: I I would define indie games slightly differently to you. It's more it's not how you feel afterwards or how long the game is or anything like that. An indie game is a game produced by a small publisher that really pushes the boundaries. So, yeah. I, Ori yeah. in the Blind Forest, when it was out, that was a small game publisher. When it first came out, small game publisher yeah, pushing the boundaries. That's well an indie, indie game. It's sacrifice. not Triple I. Triple I is when a AAA company produces an indie-style game. It's the big publisher making an indie game.
2: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. You know, purely because, like, although I agree, you know, Hellblade cinema Sacrifice is probably closer to a AAA game than most AAA games this year. It's a game made by a small dev team. It's
1: and indie. it doesn't have microtransactions yeah. in. It's pushing the boundaries. Yeah. It's indie. It's small company pushing the boundaries. It's indie. It's very AAA-like, but it's indie.
3: Yeah. I may be mistaken, but wasn't that whole, the whole point of that game that the people who developed are the same people publishing it? Ninja Theory. Yeah. There's no, like, yeah. intermediate publisher.
1: A lot of people get confused and they say, oh, this game is not an indie game because it's yeah. so good. You, you can't believe yeah. that yeah. a business that started up last, last year has never made a game in their lives. You can't believe that they would make something this good. But it is like indie. It's just that they do that good
0: of
3: a job. Didn't Ninja mm. Theory do the Devil May Cry series, though?
0: They did. Yeah, no, they did the. No, Ninja Theory did a lot more before Senior Sacrifice. Yeah. yeah. But but Senior Sacrifice was the first IP, like right, Ninja yeah, Theory yeah, yeah. ported games over, I think. Yeah. Okay, I see. I, think. I didn't yeah. know. Yeah, that. they
1: ported. And they were a lot like 2K, just yeah. porting a lot of games, so, not uh, actually We've making been on games.
2: this topic now for quite a while, and I like the next one by Jags1. How does it feel to know people are already on your channel waiting for the moment you go live. Also, uh, do, you kn- do you know the, you're the main source of entertainment for a lot of people to watch and relax? And I'm going to go further and add my own caveat onto this. Hell, anybody that subs you, anybody that follows you, anybody that's there every day, like I've got people in my channel that have been there for 60, 70 plus hours, which for me is a lot. I know Zaf has got people in his channel that have been there for hundreds of hours. Like how does that make you feel? I'm sure Randy and Fox, you guys have the same story.
3: How do you feel yeah. about that? how do you feel about that about, there are
2: people out there that you are their source of entertainment you know they're there every time
3: yeah i mean for like for me it's a pretty small list of regulars like maybe well it's great because it's super dedicated i usually have around eight viewers a stream despite my size which is amazing but and i mean like as like an average consistency um sometimes but anyway i think it's really nice uh just for me to be able to entertain people and to be able to Make them forget about maybe their shitty day or whatever, you know, because and I'm going a little bit of a tangent here. But for me, the reason why I started streaming YouTube, anything entertainment wise was because when I was a kid, for reasons I'm not going to disclose, I was pretty damn depressed. And I just want to give that sort of feeling of like completely getting away from that. Star Wars was my thing for that, by the way, completely getting away from that by just, you know, watching something else forgetting everything that's why i do it and i think to be able to give that to other people and the fact that people want to watch me pretty much every time i stream that there are some people like that it's really exciting to me and it 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 fulfills me more than anything i've done in terms of like my freelance work that i do on computers or whatever it's just it's really it's very therapeutic for me unless i do it for too long
0: (laughs) for 24 hours (laughs) yeah
3: (laughs) then it's like "Mm." Um, for me uh, yeah
1: yeah for me it was a case of i started on i started on youtube um and i started ages ago in grade eight i was watching had this this these group of people three guys had forms i they're big now but when i started watching they were i think 500 subs when i started watching they were tiny um i loved what they did and i was like they're sharing their experiences gaming why can't I shared that experience too, and I didn't think about the following, I didn't think about actual people watching it, I thought about, I'm just putting stuff on the internet, and people can watch it if they want, I'm probably not going to get anyone watching it. And back then, there was a little bit of viewership, but I was a bit disconnected from my following, because I was a, what, 15 year old, 14 year old kid, um, just making a video and putting it on the internet. And then I started up again, and I got comments on my videos and I was replying to the comments. I was like, people are actually watching this, like actual real people. And then I got to Twitch and interacting with the chat. And like, for me, it's amazing. I, yeah. every day I have my fixed schedule. I start at eight o'clock, Tuesdays and Fridays. I get into my channel. I open my chat and there's Doki saying hi. And I'm like, whoa, as much as I I I've rip off my viewers all the time, it's a joke, it's it's just amazing, like people are waiting for me to start streaming. It's it's a yeah. scary thing to think about. And then there's the people that have subbed to me, it's like, You're willing to waste five dollars on my dumb ass.
3: One ninety nine, come on. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think the way Frost's putting it, like, you know, it's that feeling. It's that when you yeah. Yeah. you realize that, you know, there are people out there. Yeah, I remember not not long ago, Uh, one of my regular viewers like, was sitting in the channel so excited because it was their 60-hour mark in my channel. I'm just thinking, like, you know, I've gotten to know this person quite decently. And uh, like most of your regulars, you know who they are. You've spoken to them more than just on stream. You know, you talk to them on Discord. You, you know these people. They are your friends as much as yeah. your followers and your viewers. You know that regular lurker that's there all the time. You see his name on your bar. You know that those people are there. And it's it's humbling as fuck, um, you know when you realize that you're actually making a difference. Um, people are enjoying what you do. It's it's a feeling. Is that? What's your do. opinion
0: on this? My opinion. I'm gonna quote try my best to quote Dr. Disrespect. We're only halfway up the mountain. There's still a lot more mountain to go. <laughs> um, anyway, um, <laughs> no, it is, on a serious note, it is freaking amazing. Like yesterday, and this happened to me literally yesterday, I started up my stream, and what I usually do is I just say like, hi everyone, while the stream is loading and while the music is playing and everything. And just a bunch of emotes and a bunch of people just started talking and i'm like wait they're they're here because i'm going live what what is this you know this is this random bearded man from south africa sitting there playing games sucking at it trying his best to be entertaining and yet people still come You know, it's exactly like Frost said, I concur completely, I agree with him completely, Frost nailed it on the head, this random streamer that people love to watch, and tonight an incident happened in my stream, and I was like, shit, how can I help, you know, and the person was like, no, 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 you are already helping just by streaming, I'm saying they, but it's just streaming. You know, sometimes there's a disconnect between streamer and viewers in the sense of we're doing this. It's just streaming for us. You know, yeah, we're trying to push the boundaries. We're trying to do neat and cool things on the stream. And then there's people out there just waiting for your stream to go live, whatever you do, you know, and it feels great and it's humbling at the same time. Yeah, like, I, a while ago, I've, I've I've had a couple of subscribers,
2: but I had a, someone subscribe. And then, you know, I've got an emote that just says, wrecked. And actually using that and, like, seeing seeing that shit, seeing your face pop up in, like, clips people take. Like, uh, you know, there's been a couple of clips of this podcast that people take of, like, my chair breaking. Clips <laughs> like that, like, realizing that, you know, people do give a fuck. And that's why I like Twitch more than YouTube, is because it's not just about people giving a fuck about the creator. It's about the creator giving a fuck about the people. Yeah. As well. Like, never forget, like, we won't we probably will never have someone on this podcast that isn't extremely community oriented, extremely personally orientated, that isn't like that doesn't give a fuck. Everybody that comes onto this podcast will probably be the kind of person that really sits back and says, Holy shit. Yeah. It is
0: so, yeah. uh it is, It like I said, humbling and an awesome feeling. Get those AMA questions in. Landy uh, asked we still... which one. No, she yeah? first asked uh, favorite cake flavor. Mm. Or favorite cake cheesecake. topping. Cheesecake. I'm... No, cheesecake on top of cake. That's what I want.
1: Maltat, maltat, maltat,
0: maltat. Well, not knows what maltat on is. on the same level.
3: Carrot cake and chocolate cake. I'm pretty classic like that, I guess. I'm I'm I'm
2: I'm chocolate on my chocolate with more chocolate on the side. But maltad for those of you who don't know, Google is your friend. It's a it's Maltat. one of the best South African dishes under the sun. Amazing. Mm. Uh, then oh, it was uh Who is the most romantic or who's the most I've lost the questions. Help.
0: Yeah, who's the most romantic out of the four of us? Um exactly. Landy, we haven't we haven't we haven't been romantically involved with each of us, so we can't Tell you that. Yeah, but I've Which seen Zaffer yeah.
2: drunk in a pub. Zaffer.
1: I, I, I've trolled the shit out of people with Andy.
0: <laughs> Zaffer, all I'm gonna say, dude,
2: the girls on the table inside. You know what I'm talking about. Okay, uh, yeah. Zaffer is the most romantic out of all of us.
0: We don't go into that night. That, is, that was quite an expensive night for both of us, I guess. <laughs> I, I... If it makes
2: you feel better, I was never called back. After all of that, I was never called back. Oh, okay. But that's an open story altogether. Um, yeah. So it's definitely, it's definitely Zappa. You know, I think Randy and uh, Frost. I love you guys, but you guys are still on the on they've the got, uneducated side.
0: They've got youthful exuberance. That'll see, bring Frost's all the girls to the See, Frost's getting there. You can see, like the
2: education on Frost is growing slowly. Um, <laughs> and but my parents forced
3: me to trim it though. Shaved often.
2: But no, your romanticness is, is completely coincided with your facial hair. So Frost is... Uh, Randy is fourth, Frost is third, I'll be second, and Zafar is first.
0: Yay. Yes! <laughs> Yay! Now, um, let's... I won't disagree, uh, though. Uh, I- I'm trying to find questions? questions. No, no, that, that was the last question that I saw. Any questions ah. from y- you guys, uh, Randy and Frost?
2: Not really.
0: At least not, I'm not right to think. now. Think quickly. Think quickly. But um yeah, so otherwise on that any, note any any tips or anything that you gotta give any wisdom, uh Frost? Uh, any uh, last Frost.
2: words. Let's maybe start with the outro, you guys can okay. add any of your last words into that.
1: Last yeah. words as in.
2: So you now have literally about twenty seconds each to now punt yourself. Uh okay so okay. frost you start tell the viewership who you are where they can find you what times all those things and give a last little caveat to the podcast
1: i am the frost eternal as you've heard already uh, i am on twitch at twitch.tv forward slash the frost eternal you can have a look at me at 8 p.m south african standard time on it, tuesdays and fridays then you can also Join, I guess, my Discord server if you want to find out when I'm live or what, follow me on Twitter. And then I also have a YouTube channel. If you miss stuff, you can check out the stream highlights there. And that's about it.
3: Randy? Well, I am Randy live as you heard, but maybe I'm frost to some people. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so basically, yeah, I play some characters like Terry Kevlar. I don't have any of the stuff here, but uh, Renegade Khan of the 80s. Who got killed well whose partner got killed by mecha hitler and then lord reginald the fourth um so i play some characters do some of that stuff but mostly just playing games talking to you hopefully making your days better and yeah you can find me at uh, twitch.tv forward slash randy randy andy live and you can catch me almost every day except for wednesdays and other days where i just have too much freelance stuff going on but yeah that's me
0: uh just a quick thing game of the year thing is still a thing Uh, We're going to work on Game of the Year We're going to do something amazing for
2: that. I've got an idea for that, which involves the entire Twitch community. We'll get to that. Also, by the way, something to keep in mind, either next week or the week after, there's going to be a huge fucking surprise on this stream. Keep your eyes peeled.
0: Yeah, Um, we're working behind the scenes a lot. But, Goon Squad, start your thing.
2: Hey, I am, for those of you who don't know by now, and you goddamn well should, I am the Goon Squad tube. If you're interested in Blizzard games, WoW, WoW lore, anything blizzardy orientated i do, i got you covered i'm also doing a bunch of different games now coming out soon you can find me at the Goon squad tube uh pretty much on everything from social media all the way through to twitch youtube the entire tooth uh we stream four or five days a week now depending uh definitely a lot of starcraft definitely a lot of starcraft that's going to be happening soon i'm doing a lot of that in my free time um you can- you can find me anywhere. Generally, we start at around 5-ish, between 5 and 8, and carry on until 10 when we can. Streaming schedule is a bit of a mess. It's a work in progress. Um, and yeah, that's me. Zaffir, do you want to say something?
0: Okay, cool. Uh, for those of you who don't know, if you scroll down to the bottom, you'll see a tab called My Friends. There's the link to every single one of our streams. Now, back to self-promoting. Uh-huh. Hi! Thank you everybody for joining and thank a special thank you to Randy. He is the shaven guy and Frost. He's the guy without the green screen for being on the podcast. Love to have you here. Love to like loved having the conversations we did. We are definitely looking forward to uh, having you guys on the podcast again. It was freaking amazing. And to Goon Squad Tube, thank you so much. And to the viewers out there, I am Zaffa Geek. I stream currently every day up until Wednesday. And then I'm going to take about two or three days off. Then we're going to jump back into 7 Days to Die, and after that, we are looking at streaming some Divinity Originals Sin 2. I stream roughly, I start my stream roughly at 5 p.m. South African Standard Time, GMT plus 2, till about 1, 2, 3 in the morning. And uh, yeah, I'm a variety streamer. Check my channel out down below, down that panel. You've got Zafagi, Goon Squad, Randy, Andy, and. Of course, Frost Eternal. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching. Thank you, everybody, for joining and making Twitch a great again. <laughs> Until next time, <laughs> you should have a the good one. Slow wave.